You're listening to the Ann and Ellis podcast with your hosts, Riley Mullane and Megan Knatz. Back when, I don't know what year this was, when the IMAX came out, there were all different colors. Remember yeah. That? Yeah. The, no. the like big blue, box ones. Yeah. Yeah. Our elementary school had a whole room full of IMAX that you would go in and you'd learn how to type and they used a specific typing program that would teach you like the home row. Did you oh. ever take a typing class? I think all? I did, but I didn't like it very much. Yeah. We had, they put a piece of paper over our fingers on the keyboard so you couldn't see. And I was like, ah. or did you have typewriters when you were in school? <laughs> I just, I don't, I, no, I'm just asking, just asking questions. Back in I'm curious. That's what we do on this podcast. I had nothing to do with that joke. <clears throat> I didn't, I mean, nothing. The typewriter was <laughs> still around. You kids in your emails back in, when I was in high school, I used to type letters to send them off the end of the school. I remember day. <laughs> my first computer, like the screen though was green. Yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> there was no program. I mean, you just type, you could like, if you wanted to type a report, you could, that was the only thing I remember being able to do is you just typed into it. And then the printer, you know, had like the paper that had the holes mm -hmm. on the side and you fed yep. in that, but that was it. You could type like on a typewriter. Yeah. There was nothing else you could yeah. do. Yeah. My mom uh, used Apple computers Forever for her job. She did, uh, she would place ads. So like for a small newspaper, it was the Pioneer Republican. And her job was to, I think, work like with the sales team to say, okay, this car dealership wants to place an ad in the paper. Here's what it's going to look like. And then she would design it and then place it digitally and, and then okay. it would be sent off to press. So I would always watch her do that. And I mean, she, back in her prime, when it comes to her typing skills, she would fly. What, what, do, you, what do you like in court? Uh, yeah. what, what's sonographer? sonographer? Yeah. She was like at that level. Dang. It was insane watching her. I don't know if she still has the chops right now, but oh, go film her. Bring back in the glory play. days, there was nobody messing with Kathleen, Kathy Mullane's typing skills. I promise you that. Dang it. Just put yeah. her to the test. Go I should. be like, mom, see what you got. Should have entered her in some contests. <laughs> Could have been her tour manager. Take her on tour. Yeah. Look at this lady who could still type really fast. Yeah. On a on a typewriter. Yeah. Can you push the mic just a little bit away from you? Yeah. Like just right there. Yep. Perfect. Is my voice too sultry for you or I mean it's it's, it's, I know. it's good stuff. It's a little I'm bit sweating. of a lower resonance today. I, I started off with what I thought was gonna be a pretty intense cold because everybody we know on our team is sick. Everybody's dropping like flies. And so God bless my wife who, uh, tends to have every supplement ever existed, uh, that's ever existed in, in our cabinet. Um, I'm, I'm not a doctor, believe it or not, I'm not a doctor. So I'm not going to tell anybody to take these things because I don't know what the hell it's going to do to you. Believe but, it or not, like we did believe it. Yeah. It's, I mean, again, a lot of people, I, mean, I, I put out that on Instagram, I did that survivor series or whatever it was. You, yeah. you should have seen the people that responded or direct messaged me. Like, I can't tell if you're serious or not. I'm like. I, I said red maple spruce oak. I know. Leaf. I mean, well, that should have I, probably given it away. I but. know you so well, but there were times, you're so convincing. There were times when I was like, wait, what? That's what? my sense no, of humor. No, he's I'm, full of shit. I'm very dry. I love that kind of like sense of humor. You were good. Like you could make people believe I think I could anything. be an actor. Like I want to get into anything. acting maybe. Dramatic roles or something. But um, I felt a cold coming on. 
And she has, is it liposomal vitamin C? These little packets. That, that sounds made up. It, 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 that it, is real. Li- okay. Liposomal, I think, is, is what it's called. <laughs> it tastes terrible. It tastes like chalk mixed with milk. Melissa always makes fun of me how I say milk. I say milk instead of milk. Like M-E-L-K? Milk. Milk. <laughs> museum. Yeah. I say museum instead of museum. Museum. You so I've got to be careful milk. before I say this. <laughs> Um, uh, so I, I, I rocked NAC, which is apparently a great antioxidant and two tablespoons of this vitamin C zinc lozenge lozenges, which are pretty well known now. I mean, it knocked that out by like 70% within about eight hours. And so I woke up today and I feel fine. It's just, my voice is a little bit lower. So which you seem to be enjoying Two fifty. Four wheel drive for a man that be, makes no apologies. I'll just apologies. step aside and let him talk into the microphone. <laughs> Had too much coffee. I'm jacked up. <laughs> Got NAC. He's like, I just want to hear my high grade medical grade vitamin C and caffeine. Let's go, Is baby. That all that it Let's was. Take on the world. No, you're. <laughs> like I like hearing myself talk. I'll just be silent so you you can talk in John's ear for the next hour in your deep yeah. little throaty today. voice. A little yeah. loopy today. <laughs> I can get you some just like dialogue that like Morgan Freeman would mm-hmm. read yeah. say. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. So how are you, Megan? I am well. Good. I'm well. Um, yeah, we need to catch up because you've been gone and kind of wrapping up wedding season. Oh, man. Holidays are here. Um, ready or not. Crazy. Yeah. Um, you strike I, me as somebody who's ready for the holidays. You strike me as somebody that gets holiday shopping I, done like yeah. early October and gifts are already wrapped. And, and I'm the person who's like, how many things can we squeeze in to enjoy? Can we go look at lights and bake cookies? And where's the horse drawn sleigh that should be taking me around town? And <sighs> it's exhausting. I, I love, I'm like, what? I want to do all the things. And I don't always accomplish all the things. That's, I, I wanted to see the Nutcracker this year. I didn't get get there. So, yeah, I'm ready. Plus, my kids are older, um, 21 and 15. So I don't have – I do miss the, like, all the toy shopping, but I don't have that to do anymore. So shopping was pretty easy. Um, I love to find people just fun, like, little silly gift kind of things. Um, so I've got got some of that done. So, yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? No. No. You're not. I know what I'm going to I know what I'm going to get Melissa. Okay. And and Can you say it on here or she won't no she'll uh, see this it. yeah this this will drop soon so no. no. Secret. She's going to like it though. Kitten. And she no. Okay. We'll talk about that. Got some Turn, revelations. You're, you're turning. Got some things happen. I turned into a cat guy over the last uh <clears throat> last week. I'm not going to lie. Excited. I'm not going to lie. We'll talk about that. I freaked out. I kind of get it now. I kind of get they, it. They, right? They, ha- I mean, there are cats that are assholes. Don't get yeah. me wrong. They just, I mean, I love animals. I'm, but if you get the, because some of them are just not, they're feral and, and they're yeah. not. But if you get the right cat, calm energy, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. I, I get it. Which I get it now. Your jam. So you're not ready, but you've got, you're getting her gift. Now I'm getting nervous because you, you don't have her gift. I know when she listens to this, she will agree when I say I'm, I'm not a great gift giver. Not because I don't care. I'm not saying that from a place of like selfishness of like, I don't care about you. Yeah. Therefore, I don't want to 
take time to get. It's just people, when people are hard to buy for, it takes up so much of my mental energy to be like, here's a gift card then. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know know what you want. Because I'll be really pissed off if I spend eight hours going from store to store and researching this and the best version of that. And then you give them the gift and they're like, thank you. And you're like, what? Do you know how much time I, but it's the thought that counts. Well, we all know that's not necessarily true. So do you struggle because- you want to make sure you have the perfect gift and, and you feel like you, if you can't do that, you don't. Well, I also feel like we've been together long enough where if she wants to get something, get it, you know, she's, she's a really good gift giver. I'm not saying that's like a male or female thing, Mm -hmm. but she's been, she's been fantastic over the last however many years we've been together. But yeah, she, she brings the heat when it comes to this time of year too. So for the kids, what do the kids want? Everything, everything. They want a lot of things that they'll play with for five minutes and then they'll Mm -hmm. forget the even, that's what's Mm -hmm. tough about seven year olds Mm -hmm. or just kids that are maybe like, I don't know if it's like nine or below. Um, They would rather sounds cliche, but play with the box. Yeah. Right. What's actually going to entertain them is probably not the yeah. thing that they want. I, I bought long. this DJ controller that came in this huge box, like huge, pretty excessive in, in my opinion. But um, I'd rather have it come to me not broken. So yeah. I'm glad That's it had the package materials that fair. it did. And so he will not. And I, I'm OCD. It's like if place for everything, everything in its place, if we're not using it, pitch it, goodwill, stuff, marketplace, get it out. Can't do it. So I've had to really slow down my OCD, which is hard. Unused boxes, don't have those things laying around. I I can't. But he kept this huge box. And his project, he's going to make a robot out of it. Oh, well, that's cool. Think, so he's using, but it's th- do you think he's made cool. it yet? No. So it's up in his room. So every time I go in his room, <laughs> like I see this box. huge box. I'm like, Asher. Make this damn robot. Get it out of your system. You're going to play with it for two days. And you're like, hey, dad, yeah, you're good with recycling. And if you got rid of that box, you would like oh, break man. his heart. I would never. Hear. My my daughter, Isla, she, I mean, I can't even tell you. She's on my ass. All Dad, I got this. Don't throw it away. Dad, I got this. I know where that's at. Do not throw it away. <laughs> and I'll test her. Like, I'll move things every now and then. Yeah. I have this plastic sack down in the basement that I'll put stuff that it's like, if I step on this thing one more time, if I have to ask you to take this back up to your room one more time. I'm not even going to ask anymore. I'm just going to take it and see if she notices it. And every once in a while, she'd be like, dad, where'd this go? Where'd <laughs> my, knows. yeah. But anyways, so I know what I'm getting her. My parents are at a point where they don't want gifts. Sure. Uh, and I don't really want anything. Uh, I tend to have a habit of. Other than choosing quite a bit really expensive cars. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. So I'm good. But yeah, kids, they want it. They want everything. All the things. It, it's tough. Yeah. Legos. They're into Legos. Was okay. Jack or Ashton, were they ever like into Legos? Nope. They, my nephew is. Okay. Um, and still is and does like the really complicated, you know, um, that are supposed to take you five years and he does it, you know, in like an hour. That's wow. the other thing. If your kid is really good at it, you're like, this could be an entertainment for two weeks. And then they've yeah. got it put together in a minute. And no, my kids were never... Um, Lego kids, Ashton, they are, Ashton was never a doll or a Barbie girl. She was animals. And um, there were a a line of toys called Littlest Pet Shop. So, Mm. but the type of person I am, like the new one would come out and I'd be like, we have to go get it. (laughs) I would get as excited. You're a cool mom. Well, yes. 
Yes, I am. I hope my children are watching. Um, I would get as excited about getting the new one. And Webkins was a thing with her. Um, They were a little stuffed animal things. And then Jack has always been um, video game. I mean, you know, he grew up in that video game culture, right? Like that. That's Asher. He is really, really into that. So, um, that, and then again, a lot of the video games had like figures, right? Like Amiibos and Skylanders. So again, the new guy would come out. It goes, I mean, brilliant marketing. Oh, seriously. Brilliant. Seriously. Brilliant marketing. I'm trying to remember what the game was, that the game was free. So it's, um, it was a digital, but then. Like Minecraft, Yeah, Fortnite. and then, but, I mean, all the stuff, maybe it's, for, is it Fortnite that's free? And then, but then you pay Tons oh, of money to yeah. use it. Yeah. I'm like, that is genius. That is genius. Jack got in trouble once. We still joke about it. <laughs> probably, he's 15 now. He was probably eight. Somehow our credit card was probably in Apple or something. Some game he was playing, he bought like $250 <laughs> worth of like <laughs> coins or some, you know, useless thing. And we we're like, what is this? You know, I'm like, did you, and even just recently, I'm like, did you know what? you were doing like did you understand he's like oh yeah totally yeah. he goes i wanted to my friends were over and he was like watch that yeah my parents are good for it watch this guys i was like have a you... good night tonight <laughs> <laughs> and it was like literally a coin or something you know but he spent 250 dollars um and so now even now he will he gets sucked in you know he's like i just need to upgrade the thing and i'm like Son, it's just a digital i i was never deep into video games. I had several friends growing up who maybe because I was I was never good at video games. I would get my ass kicked at like mm. Madden football and NBA 2K or NBA Jam. Like I was just never good at yeah. that stuff. But I had some buddies that were and I we got uh our kiddos just a Nintendo Switch. Oh sure. Which I thought that was like the most kid friendly. Like the graphics are fine. Yeah. But I didn't want them playing Grand Theft Auto yeah. and stuff like that. You don't. Um, so they love that. And it is nice to take on road trips yeah. because then you can hook it up to your TV and then you take it with you. So he's all about the Nintendo Switch, Switch. games. You know, so he's, at, he's at a point now. They're both, but Asher specifically, he's always like, can you, I'll sit here with you. Can you go on Amazon and just type in something along the lines of like uh, best value games for Nintendo Switch because <laughs> he realized he's he's realized two things. Number one, he's realized how expensive mm -hmm. games are. And he's also realized what tax taxes mean. Yeah. Because he'll see something for it. I'm like, there's tax though. Yeah. Because he'll have like $40 in his piggy bank. Oh, cool. That that's $39.99. We're good, dad. Well, no, there's tax included. Yeah. Well, what what does that mean? It's like, don't even get me started on what that means. <laughs> you'll find out soon enough. Yeah. But over Thanksgiving, it was like Black Friday, I think. We went on the Nintendo Switch like marketplace. Okay. And that yeah. little shit, he'll, you have to have a password. So I said a pretty decent password. Okay. And he's like, hey, dad, can you log on? Don't worry, I'm not going to look at what your password is. He's seven. He's like, I'm not going to look at what the password is. I know you don't want me on that. Was he like? Yeah. Um, so I'm typing and I look over and he's like, like what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Like, look I that way, bro. Because he's smart enough. He'll know. He like, he'll memorize like what it oh, was. Oh, 100%. And that's where the 200 Would and some dollar charge. Would he go on and do something he shouldn't? No. I no, don't see him no. doing that. I feel like he would have like, he would understand he's going to get caught. The, 
biggest struggle where we're at right now with him. Like Isla is pretty easy. I know that's going to come back to haunt me in the teenage years. Probably. Maybe you can attest for that. I don't know. Ashton's so simmering right now. Your kids are just, I don't know. They're so good. I don't know. I don't want to say that they're so good. I mean, they're 21 and 15. I don't mean it that way, but like, Uh, just tell they were raised really well. They were raised well by a mother who is amazing. Yeah. The cool mom. The cool mom. No. The struggle right now is he loves to watch other people play video games, not through Twitch, but it's like we have a Roku in our bedroom. He likes to go in our bedroom and just hang out, be on his own. And it's so hard to keep up with these apps on like what's kid friendly. Yeah, right. And and because they can take a turn in like two seconds. Now all of a sudden, like I'm getting ready, getting dressed and I hear somebody drop like saying a cuss word. Like Asher, what are you doing? Like yeah. we talked about this at the, oh, I'm sorry. And to his credit, it could be kid friendly. He doesn't even 17 venues or venues. Shows you where my mind is at. Uh videos. And then the next one it's Yeah. Cuss words. I'm like, bro. And I and in Roku, you can't put unless I'm missing something, please help me out there if I'm missing something. You can't put like parental guidance stuff on Roku or like sure. you can't access that app without a password. Roku, get it together. Unless I'm missing something. I have, I don't honestly know. And I mean, I tell Jack the same thing. I'm like, I trust you. I don't trust, I don't think that you're going out looking for it, but I don't trust pe- the content people are putting out, you know? And it's he, scary. Yeah. He does the same thing. He loves watching YouTubers who play games and then they'll talk about it. And um, he had, there's a, a video game award show that was on for, for gamers. I thought this was hilarious. Um, I didn't know this was a thing. He went over to a friend's house to watch it. Mm-hmm. Like it was a big, a big deal for all the games that are, are created. And some young kid crashed it and got up on stage. <laughs> he got arrested. He got up on stage. They were awarding like, I don't know, best game of the year and whatever, this company out of Japan. And this kid walks up and he's like, I'd like to thank, he's like, I'm going to get it wrong. I'd like to thank, um, Bill Clinton and some, 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 and then they're like, and everybody was like, who the hell is this kid? What? Like it took a second for people to realize that he was um, not supposed to be on stage. Yeah. And he, I'm like, I'm kind of like, good on you. You, you know, but yeah. Uh, I kind of like arrested. those moments during award shows where things just take a turn. <laughs> Cause I don't think anybody really realized they're like, is he with the group that just got the award? But yeah. yeah. So then Jack was watching. He watches all these YouTubers then who were commenting on like, how did that happen and what was going on? And, you know, you just don't know what kind of content, you know, think, is going to come out Think there. about if you knew where YouTube was going and what live streaming. Holy cow. Something like playing a video game where that was going. If you could have been on the forefront of that. I mean, there's there's people out there making millions and millions Crazy. and millions. Mr. Beast. Does he watch Mr. Yes, Beast? Yes, yes. I don't watch a ton of his videos, but I mean, he puts out a video and three hours later, it's 12 million views. That's insane. Not that I don't think he's video game focused, but like the challenge, it's it's insane. The other thing that's really insane about what he does is I was watching this interview and as soon as they make a video, they translate it into different languages because he said America only makes up for a certain percentage of YouTube views. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he has multiple Mr. Beast channels with that are in different languages. So it's it's really nuts. Smart. He's, he's really got it. He Could really 
turned the YouTube model into a business yeah. for sure. So yep. are we going to translate our podcast? Do you want? It? Yeah, let's, many, let's go. <laughs> just, just for, just because, I mean, be kind of the, fun to see. The only person that I know that speaks a different language is my mom because she, her parents were Amish. So she could translate this to Pennsylvania Dutch if you guys want. I can make that. that we, I think we have a huge following. Yeah, in I think so. Community. So yeah, I think so. Probably yes. I would say yes. And that's a cool community. I don't know a ton about the Amish, but it's fascinating. There's a there's a show on Netflix recently, and I didn't click on it about the Amish community, and I I don't even know if it was good, bad, whatever. It's an interesting lifestyle. Yeah, it is a choice. It is a choice because there's no electricity or. or we could go down a rabbit hole of that, but pretty disciplined, right? I mean, yeah. And it's, it's very, um, there's different sects of the religion. Okay. So some are like, you can't use any electricity, even cars. Then there's some that are like, well, you can use a tractor, but you can't have rubber tires. So they have these metal tires oh. and just destroy the roads. Yeah. Um, and then there's ones where it's like, yeah, you can, you can have a car, but you can't, it's, it's wild. There's something to be said though, for just going back to the simplicity. The basics, seriously. It'd well, be, be interesting to try it. I would probably last a week. I think you, well, you, I mean, tell us about your trip. Cause you kind of went back True. to nature Good and segue. you kind of went back. I mean, it's a great segue. I practice. Yeah, I have all the, they're written on my hand. So. We went down to Arkansas to visit some very good friends of ours, Andy and Monica, and their two kiddos, Brooklyn and uh, Julian. They lived in Minneapolis. Um, my wife became friends with Monica a while back, and we went up to visit them a while back in Minneapolis. Beautiful house, cool neighborhood. He's an architectural designer, so he's just, he's got his... His mind and my mind is just completely different. different sure. He can walk into a room and like find the purpose and like almost a strategy behind how, yeah. what does he call it? A, a view shed. You know what a view oh, shed yeah. is? Mm -hmm. you, yeah. you do? Okay. Yeah. I, I I didn't. So I just always, I said a view shed over and over and over. Like, that's a good view shed, right? <laughs> He's like, stop using that. Yeah, stop, dude. Um, don't, and that's don't a terrible it. view shed. No. But it's like when you, it's like when you walk, like when you see an opening of a space, right? Just mm -hmm. kind of how that looks. Yeah. And I'm simplifying. Yeah, kind of, you know, yeah, the <laughs> kind of the functionality and the aesthetic yeah. and all of those pieces is kind of how I interpret yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, they decided to sell their house and a lot of other things that they had, belongings and just things, and move down. To, they moved down to Arkansas. They bought a, a ton of land and a, it's beautiful. I, I've never mm -hmm. been down to Arkansas uh, up until about a year ago. We went down there to visit them for the first time. And it's it's beautiful. Hilly and kind yeah. of mountainous. I it mean, is. it's not no. Colorado mountains, but it's completely different landscape than than Iowa and even Missouri. I wasn't like, Southern Missouri starts to get really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then Arkansas, you know. So, they are building, I would say they are, I don't know, 60% of the way through, I don't know, maybe 70, an off-grid home, but done in such a beautiful, modern sort of way. Uh -huh. It's something you would see 
and like architectural digest yeah. or something just incredible windows and in all the right places. And what's so cool about Andy is he, he does these things for, for a living. So when it's his home, I could see you being like this. Like if you were to build a house, like you would have all of these things that you personally love, but there's also a reason behind sure. it. And so walking through that, that house, uh, with, with all of them for the first time, it was probably the most well thought out house I've been through on how they're capitalizing on all of the space that they have. Yeah. Um, and so we decided about a year ago, we bought land down there as well, uh, close to them. And, you know, we don't have any immediate plans to do anything crazy, but kind of treating it as more of more or less of like an insurance policy, right. And it's land and you can never go wrong with that. So, uh, they are moving and grooving down there. So we, cool. we stayed in an RV. So they bought an RV, I think a 40 some foot RV to live in while they're building the home. So there's another house that they, they bought kind of a long story, but they were in there. We were hanging out in the RV and yeah, RVs are crazy too. Right. And just how I mean, much those things have evolved. I don't know what year their, their RV was or, or is, but um, just fascinating watching. It's like we do what we do and it's just go, go, go nonstop. And it's this and it's that. And you go down there and, and, and they've got a ton of stuff going on too, but it's just a completely different shift of energy yeah you know it is and isn't it i mean i don't know what your thoughts were but i think i often think like how you could you're staying in this rv and on this land like you're like i could i could make that a home right i mm -hmm. mean i think you at least i think that way i could make anything a home mm -hmm. you know i we think we need all this space and all this stuff and all, i'm like do you really you know i i love nature you know that i know you do too um just the videos you sent and being outside and the stream and the animals. I mean, just what an incredible it is. experience. It's really neat. I'm I'm very just proud of them. Uh, number one, just taking the leap. Like it's interesting when you're around people that talk a lot, right? And like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then cut to a year later, nothing's been done and they're still talking about it. And when they called us up a while back and like, hey, we're doing this thing, we've got our house on the market, like we're we're love going that. down there, we're getting after I it. I love it. You know, wow, that's that's super super cool. I love people who can do that and and can admit that you know I don't have all the answers, I don't have it all figured out. I'll probably hit some you know bumps along the mm -hmm. way, but they just do it. And yeah. um, I think you and I are both that way. I think that I'm like I can if I am interested in something, I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. figure out how to do it. Um, and I love people that, I mean, that's a big, that's an extreme jump, but they've got to feel so proud of themselves too. Yeah, I would hope so. And then, you know, you know, Mandy and Gavin. Yeah. So Gavin who runs uh, Liberty Home Pro and then Mandy, who's a real estate agent. Um, Gavin and his brother have gone down there several times to help okay. the house. Okay. Oh, they have. Yeah. They? It's a small world. They all know each other. I, I, I somehow connected them a while back. Uh, they were a uh, part of our, they were part of our vow renewal and I think they got to know each other a little bit okay. more and yeah. just, you know. And Mandy right and Gavin right are doing their homesteading and all of their, I mean, which I yeah. just think that's incredible. Yeah, I love their, uh, Mandy's, I don't know if Gavin has a social media account. You should, Gavin, get on it. They're they're doing a YouTube channel too, which they oh, fun. get that thing going. Let's go. Uh, but Mandy's social media is great. She's, she's amazing. Yeah. We love you, Mandy, if yeah, you're watching she's awesome. and listening. She's awesome. I miss her and I miss both of them in the wedding industry. Same. Um, doing video for us. So but they were one of our first vendors uh, for Anna Nels. They were. Yep. 
They were, and they were so fun, um, so fun to work with them yeah. for sure. I was DJing at Lululemon, one of their <coughs> stores in the Iowa River, River Land, Iowa River Landing area. Mm-hmm. And she walked, she was nannying, I think, at the time, and started to talk to her about Anna Nellis and. Here we are. It's Here we crazy. are. Isn't that yeah. crazy? So that was a great trip. Uh, throughout that trip, uh, we went from the RV. We got there late. Arrived. Uh, it was, it's their wet and kind of rainy season. Okay. So it's kind of muddy. Um, so we got in the RV and unpacked and all that stuff. And then we went into their house and they have, I think, six or seven cats. That, so their two cats had kittens. Obviously, that's how it works. And there's... I don't know how far along they're not full grown yet, but I walk in. I'm like, Oh my God, seven cats. Like, how are these little shits going to be treating a like guy like me? I don't know. Are they going to jump on me the minute I turn my back? Like, I don't, I don't know how Do you this have is a fear go. of being like, a, have you ever been attacked by a cat? I haven't, but I think <clears throat> I just, it's just, it's so hard to explain. Yeah. All I picture is I turn around and a cat, they latch onto your back and you're done. I'm not laughing. I'm not <laughs> diminish you, you diminish your fear, but I'm just like I don't see that happening that often. I hate frogs too. I shouldn't. I don't hate frog. I just don't like like frogs should exist. They're great for the ecosystem. I'm not saying, but you like don't want anything to exist. do with a frog. Any if it's just of, like the sporadic, like leaping or okay. like bats. Or you the don't. Same way. You don't like the surprise element of any sort of creature. Like yeah, jumping on. I think you that's a great. I, that's you. probably what it is. I like predictability. I'm somewhat yeah. of a control freak. Yeah, you're like, don't just jump on me. Yeah, out like, what of are you nowhere. doing, man? Get calm down. I didn't ask you to do that. Like, let's have a conversation first. <laughs> so, dog's a little more predictable. Yeah. And you, I think here's what I also think it is between dogs and cats and other things. Dogs are so much like more emotional. Does that yeah, make sense? Right. You can kind of tell they wear on their emotion in their body language. Yeah. And cats can be laying there, and you're like, are you friendly? Or are you gonna? bite yeah where I mean, are we at right now cats yeah you've got to like kind of there you can learn about their body language and and kind of how but it's not yeah. as obvious for yeah sure so they were the complete opposite i mean they were the sweetest cats i've ever been around ever you could pick them up and they just wanted to cuddle and hang out and i'm like all right i, I kind of get it they weren't yeah? shedding terribly but it's like you get around a cat that you're just like, man, I kind of feel the vibe. Like you're, you, you they like me, I like you. It's like, all right, I got a little hair here. I can, I can maybe get past yeah. that. So then uh, Sassy, Sassy was my girl. She looked like a little bobcat. Oh. They were all super cute, but Sassy's on she another was, level. She cute. was yours. Okay. And, and then Isla fell in love with another cat. I forgot cupcake or sprinkle or sparkle, <laughs> something like that. They had names for all of them. Um, but then we started to look at uh, different types of cats just on Google hanging out. Yeah. Maine Coon, those are crazy. They're huge. They're huge. They get huge. Yeah, like really Had big. no idea. Yeah. Again, goes to show how much I know about cats. <laughs> Maine Coon, oh, crazy. Yeah. Might be too big. They're big. They're big. Yeah. And then their hair is typically longer. And yeah, I mean, they're not. And they're, they're not cheap. Again, mm-hmm. I would love to rescue. Mm-hmm. Melissa would love to rescue, but here's what's tough. And you would know because you're the animal rescue mm-hmm. expert volunteer at shelters and do all the things that make you the great human being that you are. It's probably good to start with the kitten first, right? Because like, how do you know if you get... Well, yes and no. Here's There's two trains of thought on that. I think kittens are adorable. We have, there's several kittens at the shelter right now. So um, You send me pictures often. 
I'm like, <laughs> I, I know what you're I'm doing. Like, I accidentally sent you this video of Weird. this adorable kitten. Yeah. Animal Welfare Friends in Monticello, Iowa. It's where I volunteer. It's my hometown. So cool that you do that. And I, I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. They do such a good job there. Um, kittens are really cute and really fun, but you don't, I feel like, and I'm sure there's animal people that know way more than I do. Sometimes you don't know what you're going to get. Are you going to get a cat that's super cuddly or, I mean, and because our cats, we have two, one is kind of, when I'm into cats, I also feel like when they're interested, they'll come to you. And if they're not, they're not. Right. And both of ours, you could pick them up and they're not going to do anything, but Schroeder, our um, long-haired cat, he's not as interested in cuddling unless he comes to you. And okay. I just want to pick him up and love him all the time. And so if you do that, he'll be like, okay, <clears throat> cool. Then he'll And he'll kind of be like, eh, he's not going to do anything. He's not going to scratch you or bite you. But um, so, you know, you don't know. We And we spent a lot of time looking for the right kitten. And there's some things you can look for. Adult cats are pretty much settled into their personalities, mm. right? So the hard thing about a shelter is... Most animals in a shelter are stressed right, and um, not themselves. So they usually tend to calm down when you get, you know, even more when they get home. So adult cats, you may have a better idea of what you're getting. If you go into a shelter, I always, the thing I always recommend people do is just go into and just sit down. Don't let the cat come to you. They always say they, they pick you, right? And... And, you know, if they're really affectionate and friendly. Um, so there's two trains of thought. And mm -hmm. I get it. Kittens are just stinking cute yeah. and funny. I, I have a video on my phone. We have three really little itty bitties um, there right now. And I took the two. They're our brother and sister. I'm not saying that's the perfect fit for your <laughs> family or anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're like one's lighter, kind of peachy orange, and one's a little darker. They're, they are just beyond And food. I, I took them out, out, and they're like running. And cats will do this thing where they like kind of scare themselves, so they'll like arch their back and then they like hop. I mean, it's just hours of entertainment. Yeah, they're so stinking cute. But um, we also have a Yorkie, Wrigley. Mm -hmm. He's he's the best. He's got a lot of it. He's twelve. Okay, he acts yeah. like he's six. Yeah, Yorkies, which is a blessing. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. I also wonder how would he handle it? Well, like, I don't want to piss him off. No, that's a great, because some dogs are not cat friendly. They have a very high prey drive. And so Eesh. kitten, so there'd be a lot of slow introduction that would need to have. Like you, I would never put a cat and the dog in the same room. Just like I would, mm. I would have some sort of um, baby gate or something where they can introduce themselves just by sniffing before they have actual, especially if it's a kitten. Um, Charlie, my dog is, is a rescue and he is, uh, he has a very high prey drive, but he grew up with a kitten. And so he's been fine, but he will, he likes to play and, and he could absolutely hurt the cats if he wanted to, he doesn't, but he'll get a little, he'll, but not rough, but like every once in a while, he'll just chase them. Sure. You know, just like, and the good thing is cats can generally get away or claw. Um, you don't declaw. That's not a good thing unless we, we have, I know you had an issue with your cat, John. But. I was I was asking Monica and Andy and, and Melissa has some insight. It's like I remember growing up, cats that I was they were declawed. Like you just don't. Think, it's like it just sounds like it to me. Not knowing, it's like oh, you just trim their nails, <clears throat> but it's like you're taking part of their actually the anatomy of a cat when you declaw it. You're actually taking part of the toe off, and so it can be very painful. For but a cat. back in the day, was that more? 
socially yeah, accept, they like that's what they you didn't did, really right? Realize that how what it did, you know, to cats and um. So yeah, I mean, I you have to I, with any animal, and you know, you know me. I'm just teasing you, just giving you a hard time, but you have to be ready and you want to make sure it's what you want to do and and make a good choice. But I was thrilled to see these pictures coming through. I'm like, what is happening? Well, He's here's what I cats. think you are finding out about me. And, and Melissa knows this and she's pretty good at it. And Isla's starting to pick up on it. If you, I don't know if I should admit this, but if it's you're on, persistent, yeah. I typically break down I'm like fine. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say you like the more someone pushes you, the like more rigid you get. No, I'm no. the opposite. Cause okay. I only give, I'm like this with everything. I only give things so much energy before I realize I'm going to pick or choose my battle, right? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's not worth, I'm trying to use an example and I can't on the spot, but if somebody's like a trip, like Melissa with the trip, like, Hey, we should go and do this. We, 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 I've been talking about this. It's something that it would be really cool. I'm like, oh no, we're, I'm so busy. My schedule. No, 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 no. We'll do it next year. Two weeks go by. Hey, I, I looked up some hotels. The flights are really cheap. And <laughs> no, I said, we'll do it next year. Da, 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 da. And she'll just keep going. Yeah. Not that she does it like maliciously, but it's like she kind of knows it's like this is going to be good for Riley. You're right. She's just got to keep pushing. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm the guy that once I'm there, I'm like, this is a lot of fun. This yeah. is like, that's what I told you every time. That's why I'm so persistent. Is <laughs> you know, God, so annoying. Isla's picking up on that too. And Isla will not let things go. Oh, she is a girl after my, that's oh how my I, God. you can talk to my dad. I was, as a kid, I was relentless. If yeah. There was something I wanted. It's, there's something to be said for that. Not, in the moment, yeah. it is so irritating, oh, but it's like, listen, I get sure. it. Keep doing that. But <laughs> For sure. Do not break that out of her. She, she, they went to a Titanic museum back museum. See, I said it the right way. Museum, museum, no, museum. <laughs> Did you have milk at the yeah milk milk? Uh, what's another oh. one? Uh, anyways, I gotta I gotta be make fun of me. I don't care. Um, <laughs> oh, we down in Gat Gatlinburg, I think is yeah. they have this huge Titanic museum. So they became like obsessed with the Titanic, and sure enough, we went down to Arkansas and Brooklyn, who is four. He's like the cutest little shit ever. He loves the Titanic, oh, so he's talking okay. about the Titanic and all of these things. So we get home. And while we're in Arkansas, we're talking like, well, there is a Titanic movie. And I don't know if that was appropriate for seven-year-olds to watch because it doesn't end well. And I think there's like a nudity scene. There is one make-out scene. Just fast forward through that. Yeah. Other than that, I think it is. Yeah. Pretty I think it's fine. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's I mean, sad. it's not, oh they God. die, but it's not graphic or gross or anything. Yeah. Like Do you remember clips of that? Like when they know they're sinking and the band keeps playing and then there's that, I think it's the mom and dad that's tucking their, dude. It's, I mean, oh, it's horrible. Oh. Well, Jack was in the Titanic, the musical, the um, revival theater company did it at um, Theater Cedar Rapids. It was wonderful. And yeah, I mean, they all know they're going to die and people that so wouldn't heavy. get on the boat to stay with other people. Oh. And the band, the, the band just keeps, keeps playing. playing. Man, <laughs> it's wow. Uh, it um, no, yeah. It yeah. Horrible. And anytime oh, like you, when you, when there's kids and it's like it's on a whole i can't even yeah, and families being separated even, you know the mom the they had women and children and then the men would stay behind so you're brutal. separating families yeah. brutal so the titanic brutal. in general is fascinating so they, they found out there was a movie james cameron right yeah um melissa said she went to the movie theater but when that first came out she said she went to she saw it like eight times in the theater 
She did? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> her and her friends. I was just like, okay, cool. Was Were they obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio? I, my God only knows. Who knows? Probably. Eight was. times. And that movie's like three and a half hours, it's right? It's a long movie. Okay. I don't know if I'm that's good a, once. Eight times. Like, that's an eight. I don't know yeah. if I've ever... See, I don't know if I've ever gone to the theater to see any movie more than once in the theater. Like I've seen them like, Oh, I love that movie. And then I'll watch it again. Like, but I don't know if I've ever gone to the theater. That's incredible. I don't know if there's ever been a movie that I've watched where I'm like, I need to watch that again. I don't know if I've yeah. fallen in love with the movie that much. Or I'm like, like, I cannot right wait to watch this again. No, I don't. Yeah. John, you, the last, the last one that I can think of was, the Matrix came out when I was 14 or 15. And I remember trying to go to that as many times as I possibly you could. You did? Okay. Yeah. But like now we can barely find time to go to a movie. So <laughs> right. it's, yeah. yeah. No, I, you got to take out a second mortgage to I do love the kids. movie theater. I mean, I, I like watching movies at home, but I love the theater experience. Yeah. I love the the chair and then... Even Melissa, they're the same. They are the same I'm person. I'm like, let's get the chair and the and just the It's sound. about the experience. Yeah. We gotta make more experiences. <laughs> you're like, like I know we do. I know you're right. I know, but I would rather my whole family would rather well, Jack likes to go to the theater, but they would like just at home, watch it at home, which is I'm like, really? Like you can get the popcorn and the recliner seat. Although the last time we went, what movie did we go to as a family? My seat, my seat didn't recline. My chair was broken. Same, same, same. I think it was Seriously? my seat. Uh, I don't want to call out the theater, but I know I was like, get this, it together. I was, I mean, and you know, it's broken and you're still like trying. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine was broke too. So we had to shift down and I didn't, I had to sit in my, I had to sit upright the whole yeah. time. And I was, really and there's people that will bring blankets in. Oh yeah. Like bring your bedding. Do you bring no. blanket? No. <laughs> I could see you bringing like your movie. I could see you having a movie theater kit. My bag. You got your pillow and layout blanket. On and, yeah, yeah. The experience. I do not. But you, if, in the winter though, if I I have this long, I wore it today. I have this long coat, and if it's cold, I'm always cold. So you know, I will put the hood up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I yeah. love going. Okay. Now I want to go to a movie. Yeah. Dang it. So so. Anyways, she she want wanted this DVD, the Titanic DVD. And we thought we had it. Melissa's like, I think we have it. I'm talking for like a solid 45 minutes. She's following me around everywhere I went. Dad, can you go look downstairs for the DVD? It's here, right? It's over there. No, it's in that thing. It's a... like, I, I'm so busy. Like, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll, when I get home, I will try to try. No, 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 no. I want to find. I mean, she just will, she not, will not let it go. <laughs> so persistence pays off because I spent a half an hour looking for it, didn't find it and ended up just renting it off of uh, Apple yeah. iTunes or Apple TV or whatever. So smart little lady. <sighs> yeah. She's persistent. Um, I think we've said this before, but she thinks I'm your boss. Yeah. She asked, what's your boss doing today? <laughs> That's why she's smart. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Be like, Isla, you're a genius. Yeah. She, Slutter she, keep <laughs> she's got, yeah, she's got her, uh, that, What's that your boss doing today? Sense about her, where she she knows who's running the show. She knows who's Pretty running much. the show. But no, it was a great trip. It was good to just break away for a little bit. It's kind of nice taking trips this time of year because you're not balls to the wall busy. You're not getting a thousand emails. I'm not in the midst of wedding season. Um, so those, and that's why we took that trip and some other trips that were taken 
here soon. Because it, it can be tough when you're trying to do something May, June, July, August. It is. You, trying to relax. I mean, that's the opposite of what you can. You almost, I don't know if you feel this way, but I almost get more stressed out because I want to be present with my wife and kids and really enjoy the moment. Yeah. And ding, ding, yeah. ding. You're almost question. setting yourself up for failure, totally. you know, when you know if you're in the middle of. And not that I, I've gone gone away and, and gotten away. Oh, last year I went to uh, Mackinac Island. Um in May and made it happen, but you kind of know what mm-hmm. you're getting into. And I don't love that either because then you kind of get grouchy of, you know, oh, my phone's going off and it's like, well, people need you. You're in the middle of your busy season, but yeah, it was a great time for you guys to go. And I know you and I both were dreamers, right? We're, we're just always thinking of new ideas, getting out of your four walls and just your normal routine. And I don't know if it's just being somewhere new or yeah. I can just like my brain turns on like, and I'm like, especially about just, Things I want to do personally, but also work stuff. I can just start really the ideas start Absolutely. flowing. And that's super fun. Absolutely. I love being in that creative space where I'm like, oh, I want to do this and do that and change this. It, and, it is. Yeah. It's so good having a reset. You just yeah. need a reset yeah, every now and then. Um, you're headed to Vegas too, Back right? Back to Vegas. Yeah. Okay. So we had so much fun when we were there. It was one of those things like while we were there, I'm like, let's come back. So we are going for about four days, um, taking my dad and brother. My brother's never been. And my dad was there in the 80s, I think, when um, Iowa went to the Rose Bowl oh, in okay. California. And they came through Vegas. So it's been a long time. Um, the kids and Brian and I are going. Just we figured, well, you know, I mean, it's just fun to know specific plans. Just walk around, people watch. Well, it'll be so food. much fun taking yeah. somebody to Vegas who's never been Yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, since my dad was there, it's obviously a completely different place. So the kids are excited because again, my kids don't have, um, they just both wanted money for Christmas. I'm Mm -hmm. like, "Mm." and for good, you know, they're going on some trips and doing some different things, but um, I'm like, let's just get away for a few days. So we leave in uh, just a few days, actually, and we'll be gone for about four days and then we'll be back. um, So four days, you're out there four days. Okay. Are there four days? Um, in and out, um, the weather looks decent. So I, again, I'm just, I want some sunshine. I want to walk around outside, yeah, sit by seriously. a pool, um, probably go see a show. I don't know what, what we're going to do. So I'll report back on, on what we do, but yeah, we're, yeah, that's great. Yeah. You'll have to definitely let me know what the vibe is like around Christmas. Yeah. I can only assume the casinos go all out. I bet. When we stayed at resort world, Right outside of our window. I don't know if it's on the resort world property, but I think it was like a Hallmark sponsored Christmas. Uh, I don't want to sound an exhibit, but just like a yeah. setting that that thing was looking. I know. Incredible. Right. They were just kind of I feel like they were just starting to get Christmas decorations out and gear up for Christmas when we were there. So I'm excited to see yeah. that. That'll be really fun. So, yeah, that'll be our kind of our big trip. Then we get back and um, man, then we'll be into the new year. Twenty twenty three. Uh, you know, it's just, it's incredible that um, in our industry, people think that, you know, we don't do anything. (laughs) I'm like, oh, we're pretty busy. Tour season is huge for us. So um, a lot of people get engaged at Christmas. We'll be giving lots of tours, but this is just an awesome time for our team to kind of, what are the new things? There's some pretty cool new things that we're going to be launching in 2023. Indeed there is. Um, directions that we're heading like i'm i'm always pumped and i think there's such a cool thing about the new year do you set new year's resolutions do you like sit down and um write out new things for the year yes a lot of 
those things um, were more diet based. Sure. Um, I'm about a year and a half in of no alcohol, but I used awesome. to do, yeah, best decision I've yeah. ever made awesome. ever in my life. Um, but I used to go like, okay, January 1st to June, no drinking and, and, you know, make it a habit to go to the gym four times a week. And, and I, I was really good about sticking with that. And now I, but I, but I also realized that's not the best sure. way to do it because six months are done and then you like make up for lost time. Yeah. <laughs> so consistency and moderation is, is certainly the key for those things. But, uh, business wise or, or professionally speaking, I've always been somebody and I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm getting better with this slowly, but surely having a structured week. Yeah. Like if you're going to say Tuesday is your day off, don't, don't slip on that. Mm -hmm. and, and what's always helped me and sometimes it can burn you, but what provides me some accountability is telling people, you know, like telling yeah. my wife and kids I'm off this day. I'm off this day. Hey, going into this year, I'm I'm off this day. Or here's here's my goals. Yeah. And, and and my kids are getting old enough now where they they remember and retain pretty much everything for mm. better or for worse. And so <laughs> they'll hold you accountable as yeah. well. Hey, Dad, you said you weren't gonna schedule any tours on a Sunday or on a Tuesday or this or that. So I'm I'm just a big fan, and, and I know you are too, of manifesting certain things, but also big or small, just voicing. Here's what I'm gonna try. Here's yeah. what I'm gonna do. Keep me accountable if you care about me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think it's so easy when you love what you do. And we've always said this, that our industry is a lifestyle. And there's a lot of people, if, I think if you're following what you're passionate about, um, it, and for us, it's experiences for people and, and everything we do, but it, it is a lifestyle. It's it's hard to turn it on and turn it off. And that's that's great, right? Obviously, we enjoy what we do, but it's hard to turn it off. It is sometimes, and sometimes that can get a little tricky. So I'm I'm doing that um, much more as well. Where you know, at a certain point at night, I'm just putting my phone away, you know. Um, and I have, I don't know that I'm going to set any specific. Not that I'm not going to set any, you know, more of intention, mm -hmm. right? Just intentions of of. I've been reading a lot about. Um, kind of living how to how you want to feel, right? You know, if if I want to feel like this, these are the things I would do. Um, I've been working out more again. And I used to think, again, you know, I had to be sweating and like on the ground. And, right. and that was the only way working out was um, gonna gonna be effective. And um, I love being outside. So I've been pushing myself to just get outside more, even when the weather's not great. I've been bundling up and going out and then using um, my tonal and inside and lifting weights and just looking at health and peace and manifesting some cool, fun stuff. And I, I've noticed that shift in you over the last year. And it's a good thing. Yeah. Because something has to give. That's yeah. the thing too. It's, it's, I see so many people that are constantly trying to be on the forefront of, of everything. And I think from from a from a personal standpoint, there has to be a level of just I don't I don't give a shit about certain things anymore mm -hmm. because you 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 you've you've done enough of those things to know what sort of return you're going to get or not going to get. Yeah. And the time comes where you're like I have to start saying no. Yeah. Or I'm going to start saying no to these things, but start saying yes in this area versus just trying to scatter everything, but you've, you've really helped 
me gain more insight on what um, inner peace and, and, and being present and, and how you can work toward doing those things without feeling, feeling guilty. Yeah. Cause that's something that I have a really hard time with when I'm taking days off or if I'm sitting in front of a TV, whatever it is, I feel guilty. Cause at, at the heart of who I am, I love being a provider for my family yeah. because I, I think being a provider turns into leaving a legacy um, and being a type three, my love language is providing value. Yeah. And I provide value by providing, sure. whether it's financially, emotionally, whatever. I love it. So working a ton, I don't look at that. Like I don't define work the same way as most people. And I know you don't either because what I work on, I love. I just express my passion over and over and over. But that could come back and bite you in the ass because when you're saying yes to everything, just because you're passionate and the time comes for execution, you're like, okay, that time versus money. Yeah. When does that balance out? I don't know. I, I think we struggle with the same thing and maybe we just come at it from different ways in the sense that, so when you're referencing the three, our Enneagrams, which we, we use. Live and die by those things. <laughs> we use Enneagram a lot. Um, so you are definitely an achiever and the provider and, and that's what gives you joy. And, and I'm a seven. And so I'm, um, the enthusiast experience, I, I live, I kind of live the same life, but it's the experience of it. Right. So I love creating, mm -hmm. I love doing something new. I don't want to, anything that comes my way, I get it. I can get excited about any project and I've been really working hard and you, we have together what's really for us right. and what's the cost of that. Like that's really shiny and exciting, but is that aligned with what we want to do? Could we do it and do it well? I'm not trying to say this with ego, but yeah, we probably could because yeah. we're not, a, you know, but is it really what we want? Is it really the direction we want to go in? And when you, and having the ability to say no, not feeling like, oh man, I'm not working as hard as I could be. Right. No, 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 no. Like you're working hard. That will never leave us. I don't think the, if we are going to do something, we're going to go all in. Like yeah. there's just no other way to do it because we are passionate. We are excited. That's just how we function, but being more intentional with the choices that we make. I'm excited for this year. Cause I think we've this coming year, we've spent a lot of time talking about like, if anything doesn't fit that list, it's, it's a no. Agreed. Right? We, we've spent a lot of time building a structure and now this year, I think, is our time to enter into said structure and start to study what we've built to figure out what rooms make sense, how we're going to utilize this, how we're maybe not going to utilize that. And, and that, that to me, even being a three, even being somebody that loves to provide and do all these things, it's really exciting because then the process of, of refinement starts yeah. to happen and really taking our time to figure out where our energy is best utilized. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And, and I think it's so important, you know, you look at, you look at just life as being, to me, it's like, it's, it's a blip. Like mm -hmm. it's really quick thing. You know, you think you have all this time and, and figuring out what your priorities are and, and what you are passionate about. I mean, if people are out there and have figured out their passion or whatever, I mean, that is just whatever it is. Um, that's just such an amazing thing. And I, and I think some people get it twisted and, and think that, you know, your passion has to be a, something big that mm -hmm. everybody's going to notice. And I completely disagree. I think it's just whatever speaks to you 
and um and and then just going after it you know i i really putting in um the energy and the time in the right way with the intention and and then knowing when you want to have time with your family or when you do need a break um that it's kind of well earned or it feels good absolutely you know, it feels good to step back and because you know when you're in it, you're giving it everything you have. Agreed. And knowing what your purpose is. Like, what's the purpose of this? Like, this goes toward our purpose of elevating an experience and speaking our passion and what we would define as our truth and our philosophy and our belief system. So when we're doing things like this and we, we have so much enjoyment, it's like, well, it's no kidding. This is part of our purpose. And I think, you know, shout out to Jordan Montgomery. I, I was lucky enough to be in on a workshop with him and his, uh, I think kind of his mentor to a certain extent, Ben Newman. And something within that workshop that absolutely changed my life, like truly, truly changed my life was Ben and Jordan talking about creating your own personal purpose statement. Yeah. Because I realized that I was so passionate about a million things, but I didn't know why. Mm -hmm. But if you can refine that, I just love that word refining because it's, it's so hard to do in today's world, refining your purpose down to something that is a purpose statement. And I know you've heard me talk about that uh, with our team. team. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why do you come to staff meeting every morning at nine 30? <laughs> why are you, why are you putting in 16 hours for a wedding? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Why are you, why define that define that within a purpose statement because once you have that purpose statement if it feeds into your passion then everything else starts to kind of make sense and creates this beautiful cycle so that was I'm, i was so thankful to be in on that but creating a purpose statement if you haven't done that for those that are watching or listening i'm not saying you have to write a novel but like a paragraph yeah. of your per it's it changed my life it absolutely changed my life yeah and i mean and and that statement can change and be revised. I mean, the core of it is probably always the same, but as, as you shift. And I think too, when I, I think about that, you and I get asked a lot and, and I think in the future, what we'll share or hopefully will resonate with somebody is whatever your, your passion is. It, I think people sometimes misunderstand that, you know, you don't have to have it all figured out mm -hmm. either. And that the reason the, the success that we have achieved or will continue to achieve is just because we just show up and right. we, you know, we're passionate about, I think there's these underlying qualities again um, for me, it's creating and that excitement for you. It's, you know, it's achieving and providing. And so wherever you put that on whatever, you know, project you're working on, um, I do not have everything figured out <laughs> far from it. You know, it's just like people want to know how to get from A to B like with a formula I don't think there is. You're not supposed. How much are you supposed to have figured out in life? I don't know. And, and what what is what does that even mean? You can have certain things figured out, like oh, okay, I've been a mechanic for 50 years. I can figure out how to change oil or you know diagnose issues that maybe some other mechanics can't, like right. tangible, tactical things. Right. But anytime you're entering into something new or just kind of a foreign atmosphere yeah. and environment. You have to have the passion to know and understand that you're going to mess up all the time. Constantly. And I think people get so hung up sitting there trying to plan it out. Like, I've got to get, you know, and I'm not saying be reckless and just, you know, you have to be intelligent and make intelligent decisions, but you can plan yourself to death. Right. And never do anything. I'm like, you just got to, you have to try things. You have to just do things and we're going to continue to do that. Yeah. And 
that just gets me excited when people like a light switch goes on and people figure that out. And with our team, um, part of the thing that we're both really into is helping other people grow and figure out what they want to do. And when the light switch goes on, when they're like, I'm just going to try it, you know, and, um, and I don't mean dip your toe in the water. I mean, like take a step, actually do it, get into it, but you don't have to have every inch of it figured out. And and not agree with all of that. And to also like in the world of social media now to put things out, if, if you like it, if you believe in it, if you find it, whether it's you think it's funny or you think if it's like whatever it is that speaks to your purpose or passion, put it out. And you know, we, I don't have millions of Instagram followers. You don't have millions. I, don't know, I, I have, have like 13. And it's not that <laughs> the stuff that we put out, even with the podcast, it's not getting a million views and going like, that's not even the point. The no. point, like we love doing this. Our audience at one point in time, it's going to resonate with the right people. But if we just sat and waited and we had to become super strategic for the next year to say, okay, well, we've gained just enough followers. And I think we have the algorithm figured out and okay, now let's start putting out clips. Yeah. We will put out, you know, what we, what we, what speaks to us. Um, we were had in a meeting we had the other day, we were talking about, you know, how humor, I mean, humor speaks to me, right? I love laughing. I love, you know, and, um, how we can, I mean, it's part of just who we are naturally, but what we can do and whether that speaks to some people and not to others, I, I, you know, yeah, it is what, um, I, those are the talking about following and yeah, I've been, um, working on, on social media, just because I think it is important in our industry. So people can see what we're up to. We would like for people to hopefully, um, like, and follow and share all the things we do. Um, but I've not been good at it. And technically, poor Riley, John, I'm like, how do you post the, it's a real, hey, like, I'm just, you're so, getting there. No, it's, you're I'm, there. I'm accidentally going to post something someday. People just be warned. I'm like, I didn't mean to do that. Or I don't know what I would do. I'll be like, swear, like, I'll be, you know, trying to record something. And but yeah, you're, I, I you're doing it though. That's the thing is you're, you're jumping in. Again, you like, are okay, practicing gonna, what you're preaching and that's what it's all about. I'm going to try it. Um, but uh, it, it, it'll it be just what speaks to my heart. I mean, it won't be As anything scripted. Fig- I just, that is not who I am. Mm-hmm. I could try to be that. And I, I that is not going to work for me or for you. And the people that I follow or things I find interesting, that's, it's just funny. You find them for a reason. Realistic. Right? So it's like this channel life. that continues to flow to the right places. And that's where the algorithms could work out in your favor, for sure. True. Just keep doing the things that, that or keep watching and listening and following the things that you care about is, is a good thing. Yeah, so. for sure. Who are some of the, your favorite like Instagram accounts that you follow? Who? that's a good question. My algorithms are typically shoes and DJs and um, that's about it. There's, there's some good, and again, nothing to do with uh, any of the things that we talk about, but there's this, I mean, genius is middle-class fancy on Instagram. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Hilarious. So good. I you, mean, you follow too. Okay. Oh yeah. Middle-class oh, yeah. fancy. Okay. I need to follow. Middle-class fancy. I mean, it, it, it resonates so well, like being from Iowa and it's like, you know, there was one where it's like, um, you grew up going to a restaurant where there were two types of families. It was a family that no, just water, please. Or the family that was, we'll take appetizers and soda. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm butchering the meme, but it was just like some of the stuff and and some of the reels that people put out. I mean, freaking genius. Hilarious. It's unbelievable. I, I think my favorite post of theirs was 
it was, you know, you're from the Midwest when you drive by a wedding and the, 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 uh, a wedding like this or something like that. And the picture was two people. And I kid you not getting married at a Casey's. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that, that's a great. Uh, okay, I'm gonna follow that. that. That's a great follow. Um, yeah, there's there's some there's some heavy hitters. There's a guy. I'll I'll, I'll have to I'll I'll put it on my Instagram. His first name escapes me, but he puts out a lot of studies that deal more with like. Um, um, I'm trying to think of an example. One is like the razor's edge theory, and um, something else that deals with like the time that you spend with certain people translates into the following actions and, Ah, you know, all of these like university studies. It's, I I love those kind of things. I mean, again, there's quotes every now and then you hear like, Oh man, that's, that's solid. Well, that same guy, that very last um, thing I posted was um, pessimists tend to sound smart. Optimists get rich. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I like that, which I love that. Once it kind of resonates like, Oh, there's that I love just get so. every once in a while something like that, you know, you see it and you're just like, oh, I yeah. just need like it feels like it hits you at the right moment where yeah. you're like, I need that. And then we screenshot it and send yeah. it to each other. And yeah, yeah I love that. Yeah, I, I, I like good old dad joke accounts as well. Um, it was so hard for me throughout Thanksgiving not to tell a dad joke. It is so hard to quit cold turkey. <laughs> 